Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back to the uh, I Inc. and Beyond podcast. I'd like to give another shout out, shout out to uh, Jeff Devereaux and No Veteran Left Behind for his support. Uh, Jeff has introduced me to two people that I'm really excited about uh, uh, interviewing today. Really a cool opportunity. Uh, they are John Piazza and Jeremy Abbey with uh, the Soil to Service Organization. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Detroit Institute of Gastronomy and a apprenticeship program that they've developed for a sous chef. So if you're interested in learning about gastronomy and learning about what does it take to become a sous chef, these are the guys that can uh, can help that happen, make make that happen for you. So again, excited to, to have them uh, on the on the podcast and I'll go ahead and throw it to them. John and, and Jeremy, tell, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Thanks, Mike, for having us. This is uh, my name is Jeremy Abbey, like Mike introduced. Um, long list of uh, certifications behind my name that uh, if you just want to Google it, you can see all those. It's not really worth it um, for me getting into all that today. But uh, a professional chef that about seven, eight years ago, I had this uh, brilliant idea to pass along knowledge of the culinary arts and gastronomy and food systems by starting a nonprofit. And uh, that kind of sat in the back of my head for a long time. And then in uh, 2016, we really uh, spoke with John, my partner. We were speaking quite a bit and uh, decided to start a nonprofit called Soil to Service. Uh, with that mission is really just improving the human condition through all things positive with a real focus and drive on food. And our first initiative was the launch of a post-secondary nonprofit um, school in the state of Michigan and launched a two-year culinary sous chef apprenticeship program. And uh, what that is, is Detroit Institute of Gastronomy. I've been in the culinary industry my entire life, and uh, I don't know a time that I haven't had something to do with the culinary industry. Um, absolutely love it. Uh, and then recently came from uh, education into the nonprofit world for a big national nonprofit, and now came back to Detroit and really just uh, want to help the community the best we can. And, you know, returning veterans and um from our military service sector, just uh, dear to my heart, work a lot with the uh, military cooks from all divisions and all segments of the military and uh, really want to provide this opportunity to uh, that segment um, and make you all aware of it. So thanks for having us today and I'll uh, get, let John do a little bit of introduction about him. Uh, thank you, Jeremy. My name is John Piazza and uh, also thank you for having us on today. Um, so my uh, history of uh, food service started uh, way back when. Uh, my first job was in food service and I just continued on that pattern. Uh, worked my way through kitchens, uh, gained certifications, gained education, um, and then found myself in the education world as well, knowing that there's just, there's so much need in our industry of food service to have trained professionals. Uh, and so the industry and every aspect of it, when you go into uh, anywhere around the country, is just crying for trained people to come in uh, and uh, work. Uh, that's just the hardest part of our uh, job. So as we're talking with uh, Chef Abby and we're talking about this nonprofit, let's really focus on the areas in which our industry needs help. Uh, and we are working on this Detroit Institute of Gastronomy 
sous chef apprentice program as the best vehicle to get people uh, from uh, outside of the food service industry trained, ready to go, and ready to take their opportunity in the food service industry. So the, our program is designed, uh, as Chef Abby said, uh, it's two years, uh, and it is on-the-job training uh, while you're getting your education, just the best way to uh, get into food service and become a chef. So we specifically focus on sous chef qualifications, uh, which our website has all of the list of what we offer in the program. But when you start, even if you start without a skill set already in food service, just love to eat, love food, love people, being able to serve, uh, then you're in the right spot. And we start you from that very beginning uh, all the way through until you should be able to attempt the certification of a sous chef at the end of our two-year, 4,000-hour program. So I guess what's really cool about it, and I've been thinking about this as we've done a few of these presentations during the uh, global pandemic that's occurring right now, and really there's, in the industry, every cook, every chef that you talk to has that one person, that one chef that really was able to guide them and teach them in the industry. And I know we have it and you know, what's really cool is it's a true apprenticeship model industry, no matter what it is. And so what we're providing to the industry and to our students is a structure of skill development that our mentors that come in that are running these operations and running these kitchens really are given a, given a map, basically a roadmap of skill development that they can take that apprentice through. So it's really structured in a way to build the skill set so you don't miss anything in the industry. Instead of you know hopping around job to job and picking up a little bit here and there and here and there, we have a program designed for that train roadmapped apprenticeship of culinary skill development. So we've taken that roadmap, which is very detailed, uh, almost uh, quarter by quarter, uh, as you're going through the program and then presented that to the American Culinary Federation. And so we are accredited by them uh, as an educational institution, utilizing their platform for apprentice training. Uh, we registered with the US Department of Labor. So we are uh, a registered program uh, with them. Uh, and we're also licensed by the state of Michigan uh, as a post-secondary education provider. Uh, and of course, you know that we are a nonprofit. Um, so what we've done is taken this education that is very structured and organized and we put it to the test uh, and have received accreditation and approval. So uh, you can be comforted when you come into our, our program that uh, you will have the skill set, uh, obviously working hard uh, and, and doing the time into uh, uh, education, be able to have that skill set to get out there and be very functional in the industry. Uh, much quicker than you would if you were just going to get a job starting as a dishwasher or a prep cook and then building your way up. Uh, in fact, even through the American Culinary Federation, to be a certified sous chef takes a minimum of five years of industry experience and education. And with our program, it's all condensed into the two years of apprentice training with a mentor and the education provided online to you that at the end of that two years, you can be a certified sous chef with the American Culinary Federation uh, and be able to pass that exam. 
Very cool. That, that There's a lot of things that you hit on that really resonate with me. One is the whole idea that it, not going through a program like what, that you have, it's kind of hit or miss. You might get the experience, you might not get the experience, and, and it's, it's the luck of the draw, but you guys have laid it out there. You've got it structured, it's certified, it's rigorous. It's, it's really, really uh, sounds great. One, one of the questions that comes up is, is, do they start at certain times? Or is it like, if I want to start, can I start next week? Or can I start next month? What's, what's the timing to, for an individual to get into the, into the process? But I mean, that's a great question, Mike. And I think what's really, really cool about what we're bringing to the market is all of our education is done online. So the online, the culinary education piece of any school or any program, you know, generally you have to know theory, you have to know, you know, related instruction as it's called. You have to understand the principles of management and nutrition and sanitation and understanding what's happening when you cook. And it's more the culinary arts and gastronomy in general is more than just grilling a piece of chicken. And so while you're developing those skill sets on the job, our apprentices work with our partner places of employment as a hired paid employee in working through those on the job skill developments. And then they're in a classroom setting that's instructor led virtually online. And so those virtual online classes start every quarter. And so every quarter we have new enrollments, but a student can start the enrollment process at any time. And really our enrollment process is uh, rigorous because we want people that are actually committed to the industry that are ready to take on the commitment of our program. And then starting that process, once we get them through, we can start working with them to find that place of employment, get hired, and then when that quarter starts, we can, you know, turn the switch on and then they already have registered hours that we can put in there and track along the way. Okay. That, that helps, uh, helps me understand it a lot. What about locations? Do, do the, does the student have to find the, the, the place of employment themselves or do you help them? How, do, how does that work? So place of employment, we already have partners uh, in the pipeline that are looking for apprentices. So we've already talked to them. Uh, and there is a vetting process as it relates to a place of employment because the, the place of employment has to meet sanitation standards. Uh, it has to uh, have at least an 80% scratch kitchen uh, because of the skill sets that have to be accomplished during the apprentice's time there. Uh, they have to have a menu that can accommodate those skill sets. So there are, and the place of employment mentor chef also has to be qualified to be able to be a mentor chef. So we go through a vetting process. Uh, so we have a pipeline of those already, but because this program can be anywhere really in the United States, uh, if uh, somebody was out of state, uh, we can, or even in-state and not near one of our current places of employment, we can help vet that place of employment for the person. Maybe they have a great restaurant that's in their town. Uh, we would reach out, we talk to that chef, uh, we'd probably make a visit uh, if needed, take a look at the menu, the qualifications of the chef, their sanitation report uh, from the health department, uh, and then vet that place of employment. They sign up to be 
a mentor and a place of employment, and then we can bridge that for that person. So it's very flexible when it comes to it. Uh, the person, uh, the apprentice doesn't have to search and do all the work themselves. Uh, they can just provide us uh, basically where they live. We'll look at our network and figure out where we can go from there. I really appreciate what you're saying there. One of my past lives, I was director of an internship program at the University of Michigan Dearborn, and that's what we were doing in helping students find internships. We'd validate and, and confirm that it's the right kind of environment, the right kind of place for that, that student to be. And that's, it sounds like exactly what you're doing. You don't just put them out there and say, well, I hope this works. You validate and make sure that those places where these, where your students are doing their apprenticeship are, are appropriate and, and really a good, a good experience and good opportunity for them. So that's, that's really good to hear. Yeah, that's right, Mike. And as, as Chef Abby was talking about, is that the places of employment, um, uh, they, uh, oh, actually, I just lost my train of thought. Thank you. That's okay. But the, the, the employment places, it's just, it's obvious that they're vetted and real. For, I want to make sure that our, our students are, are committing to that place of employment to complete their apprenticeship there because you're building that, like I mentioned earlier, those chefs that lead us and trained us and brought us up through the industry, you know, you're building that relationship, you're building that mentorship there, you're building a lifelong friend along with somebody that's building your skill set. And so to make sure that, you know, if a student is really into, you know, the chaos of the industry, for example, we can find the right place that's maybe more a la carte driven, that's more, you know, speed of service, or if they're more of a structured person that likes, you know, more of a, a regimented routine and somebody that wants to do more banquet service and maybe likes logistics of cooking and batch quantity cooking, you know, we can work with our partners and find the right place for their education that really gets them fired up as much as it does the employer. And we try to vet that out during the application process. And that's why it's a little bit uh, uh, strenuous is that we want to know what that person's goals are, where they would like to work, where, what, where do they see their career in food service as a sous chef, as a chef, where, you know, where are their loves? Because everybody has a certain idea where they want to go. And then that's where you target that place of employment based on that pathway that that person is interested in. So it's definitely not one size fits all, and you try Correct. to match the, the interests. How, how about if there's somebody that doesn't know what they want, they think they want to get into this, but do you, can they do informational interviews? Can they explore? Because you, uh, you just hit a couple of different environments there. Maybe I, w I might want to work in both of those. I don't know. How do I find out? How do I explore the different possible options? That's really through our experience and working through education and in the industry our entire lives is really, you know, we found the ways to really get to the, get to the potential um, students, you know, really get to what do you want to do with your, what do you want to do? What's the, the end goal for you with this and work it backwards. And, you know, and if it is somebody that wants to just explore everything, we have some incredible country clubs that are on our place of employment partner list, we have some hotels that really cross the entire dynamic of the service sector of the culinary arts. So they do have those a la carte kitchens where the mentor will put them in the a la carte kitchen for maybe six months of the program and then get them exposed to maybe the banquet service or maybe they wanna do offsite catering. And so working with 
their mentor and us, and that's where Detroit Institute of Astronomy is kind of a quote-unquote game changer in culinary apprenticeship, is because we have the ability and the direct relationship with our partner places of employment, and we try to build our relationships with our students to really make sure that they're comfortable in receiving the education that's not only required by our uh, accrediting agencies, but also fits the needs of them at a, at a proper pace for them as well. Well, well, great. This, this is really sounding interesting, and I'm sure our listeners are going to want to take advantage of it. I'm assuming that we'll be able to put your, put your website and, and what, how they reach out and connect with you. We'll put that on the, on the, on the write-up that goes with the podcast. So anybody who's interested in following up, just check, check on the podcast for the website and reach out and, and follow up with John and, and Jeremy and get your, uh, get your apprenticeship started as a, as a sous chef. You guys got any uh, final uh, thoughts that you'd like to share? One of the things I just want to say at the end is you're looking for what pathway to get into this industry and become a chef. Um, one of the things that really drives the, the ability to get a job and keep a job uh, is having your skill sets developed by a mentor and then examined or validated by uh, others in the industry. And so one of the things that we have through our program, we offer seven global certifications. Um, and so from sanitation to principles of customer service to the allergens um, uh, to the ACF certified culinarian and then the ultimate certification, the certified sous chef. And so those are kind of third party acknowledgements that you have met the requirements, you have the skill set. So even if that person doesn't stay at their apprenticeship at the end of the two years, they're very marketable and they have a skill set now that's, uh, that's documented that they can take anywhere to say, hey, this is what I can do and these are the things I know. So they're much more hireable. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you very much for, for taking the time and, and sharing uh, your, your program with us. I'm very excited about it, and I hope that uh, getting getting it on the podcast and getting it out is going to help uh, other folks learn about this and uh, increase the number of enrollments that you're that you're getting. So thanks awesome. again. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for having us. Uh, it's just Detroit Institute of Gastronomy org is the website. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that other good stuff. So thanks for having us, and uh, we're happy to answer any follow up questions. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.